Hi. 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 And that's why dogs don't lay eggs. Hey. Oh, I never knew that. I always thought they did. Yeah, I know. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Anyways, turns yeah. Out, turns yeah. out uh, it was just worms. Yep. Let them cool down before you pick them up, though, if they leave a steamer. Mmm, fresh grinds. Mm-hmm. I picked up dog poop for the very first time this week, and I did it twice. The first time I did it right away, and it was all like warm and squishy, and like just I didn't do a very good job of it. And it, um, and then the second one, I let cool down for a couple minutes, and uh, it was a lot easier to handle. All right then, I'm not going to lie; I was not expecting that. <laughs> Yeah, it is something. I'm not totally shocked that you've never picked up dog shit before, Stuart. I am not shocked by that at all. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I it actually caught me off guard. I I sort of assumed he would have, but no, no. I would. I I was shocked, caught off guard by it too. But at the same time, I'm not totally shocked. You know. So you just kind of like. Yeah. I guess I think yeah, I don't think Stu's ever had a dog, so it makes sense. Sure. I unfortunately picked up dogs many, many a times. Yes, but you were young then. In the country. And in the country. So they could crap wherever they wanted and it didn't matter. Also, get this. <laughs> um, my nephew from Anuvik House, we went to, to London this September. Yeah. <laughs> The kid is so accustomed, like when he has to go pee, he just pulls down his pants and goes pee. And I, I do it too. I gotta be honest. Like the world is my toilet. Um, you probably but, shouldn't be doing that around kids, man. Well, no, no. <laughs> He's in the new. It's just you know we pee on a tree. Um, <laughs> but we go to London. He doesn't get the car. He's, he's going around the the corner and he starts peeing on the sidewalk. And as soon as we got off the plane, he wanted to pee on the tarmac. <laughs> You can't blame him. I sort of want to pee on a tarmac. You yeah. sort of own that tarmac afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. This you... is my tarmac. This <laughs> is where my babies come from. <laughs> this is my territory. Well, Stu, you totally could. You'd be like, I'm a pilot, bitch. This is my land. Fuck off. Oh, I peed on a lot of airports. You've peed on a lot of airports? Oh, I peed on a lot of things. I uh, I peed on the Trump Tower <laughs> this week. Um, the Jehovah's Witness building in Hundred Mile House, and lots of trees. Did you drive down? Yeah. Huh. You you thought a pilot would have flown? No, fuck that. It's scary. <laughs> All right then. Good to know. Flying is scary. It is. <laughs> well, I guess you're also not the pilot. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> uh, oh, my. <clears throat> House didn't get the German family story, so. I don't think I heard the rest of German family story. Oh. But it's been a weird summer. It's my first summer at this new job, and it's I've, I've had German people who I've told not to go flying talk me into flying and just get terrified and and then i had a japanese lady throw up some money or i no, i guess she's chinese she must have been chinese 
about 35 cents came out of her. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's kind of strange. I can't even be all like white people, am I right? Like, shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's just yeah. best trying not to figure it out, man. People are just fucked. But, like, you think about a quarter and a Japanese woman's throat. She wasn't a big, big girl at all. She's probably a, a hundred pounds. So, like, her throat could barely fit a quarter. I don't know. Like, fuck. I don't know, man. I've seen some strange shit in porn. Oh, you got to plunge it down with something. Yeah, you haven't watched a lot of porn, have you? 35 cent. Well, payphones are 35 cents now, so you can make a call. Oh, okay. So is her emergency You guys have payphones? Payphones still exist, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's totally one outside the hospital. That's right. It's just funny because you can't actually pay use change in them anymore. You can only use fucking cards. You know what they should do, though? Instead of all those, well, where they had them, they should have uh, charging stations for people that maybe are stuck in Vancouver and they rely on their phone for a map or a phone number and they lose their charge. Um, They do have them in, like, shopping malls and stuff, but you pay, like, a dollar to use it, and then you lock your phone in this box and come back whenever you want, and it'll be charged. They're all fast chargers. That'd be fine. Hmm. I had to pay some guy 7-Eleven five bucks. He was a dick. That's a pretty viable business idea. Yeah, but does it charge your phone? That's the real question. No, well, I was lost for uh, five hours in Vancouver um, in the middle of the night. So, I mean, I, I spent a couple hours with some bum on the street and he gave me a hoodie. And then this fucking guy at 7-Eleven couldn't be bothered to give me a charge for anything less than five bucks. What a what a dick. Like, how is the homeless guy? Than what you? an athlete. The poor people are... Uh, more likely to share because they understand what it's like not having something. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, no, man, like, I, I, work, yeah, I worked a catering function last week um, for this large group here in the city uh, that does um, uh, the part of their main focus and their, their mission statement is to uh, rehome the homeless, basically, like get people off the streets and get them uh, into society, integrated, and actually have, making something of themselves and not being homeless so yeah. they can have a home. Um, and basically, for they paid for 450 people to eat there, 200 people didn't show up, including the venue. I'm probably, I'm sure they, the venue got donated, but uh, including the venue and all the catering services for it, it was like 140 a person. 200 people didn't show up. And this organization paid for this money for this stupid thing instead of just using that money for uh, actual fucking homeless people. Like, it's so fucked. That's politics, man. Damn white people. And all it was was all these rich people hanging around talking about how awesome they are for helping all these people. I know. It's, you know, people want to feel like they've done something good without actually doing anything good. Why can't it just be like South Park? Have anal say or save a ch- or help help a child cross the street. Jesus will be okay with anal sex tonight. <laughs> oh God, wow. I missed you, house. Oh. That's what that's what it was. That was what that dude that happened on an episode of South Park. It's like it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> you helped that retarded child, honey. Yes, now Jesus will be mad when we have anal sex tonight. Yay! You gotta free me. <laughs> 
well, I had that conversation with my grandmother last two nights ago. Yeah. What you want to have anal sex with your grandmother? <laughs> oh, sorry about Jesus. And... Okay, no. like man, you, you gotta no. specify the conversation here. Like, you can't transition into that from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, my anus is exit only. Exit only. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're creeping out the dog. <laughs> Sorry, Silas. Because <laughs> Silas is all about the anal sex. That's that's the doggy way, isn't it? No, there's an actual. So, are you in Calgary, or you're you're outside of Calgary? Are you north of Calgary, south, or? Uh, right now, I'm in Calgary, but uh, the actual land is three hours northeast. Okay. We're like an hour from Saskatchewan, or twenty minutes from the Saskatchewan border. Oh, okay. So. You're- <laughs> Maybe Lloyd Minister. You're going the wrong way. Uh, we're South Lloyd. South, yeah, there we go. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I think there was a town in Alberta that was like looking to give away land. Or. Yeah, I can't remember where it was, though. Yeah, it was a town that was just dying and they wanted, like, you could have the land, but you had to come live there, obviously. And... Yeah, it was like for a dollar uh, per acre or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my mom was freaking out about that. Like, oh my god, we should move here. <laughs> well, now the big grab is uh, New Brunswick. Um, I, I, I gather a lot of millennials are buying land in yeah. New Brunswick because uh, it's really cheap over there. Work. Yeah, but that's also stupid. It's New Brunswick, man. Global warming, motherfucker. It's going to flood. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. It'll become trendy to live there before it floods. Then you just sell out. Then you'll do what they do on on Great Slate Lake. So up in Yellowknife, there's a there's houses that are built onto pier, like just floating docks out in the water on a lake. Yeah. In the summertime, they take a boat back there, back and forth. In the wintertime, they just when it freezes, it's like two meters thick, so they just drive onto the ice. And they don't pay taxes or nothing, do they? Nope. How, what's the overall feeling on that in Yellowknife? Do people generally support that concept or? Yeah, they're fine with it. They don't really care. Yeah. People up in the Northwest Territories are generally pretty fucks the government. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same over. Same over a Yukon way. Yeah. Huh. But uh, no, the, the most, the one thing that mo- more people are uh, upset about or more concerned over rather is uh in the spring thaw some of the houses the ice will just fuck them right up and they'll actually sink <clears throat> oh could you imagine waking up to that that'd be pretty shitty yeah so most of the houses they a couple of them now have put um anchors below them that sort of keep them propped up but even then it's not guaranteed yeah huh yeah, that was one it's pretty funny when you it's funny when you see people trying to drive on the ice roads, though, after they, everyone tells them not to. And you just see the, the car go out, like, three feet, and all of a sudden it's in water, and now insurance won't cover them because they're stupid. Yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah. You don't have stupidity insurance, eh? Nope. Huh. <clears throat> Life's hard. It's harder when you're stupid. Thank you, John Wayne. 
I don't know. There's a lot of stupid people for for some reason. They've done quite well. Um, yeah, but they usually have rich relatives that get them there to begin with. Yeah, I was uh, reading a paper. A million dollars. A couple of years ago, that it said if your family's well off, it takes about five generations to ruin a fortune. Hmm. It can, yeah. So. I like Chris Rock used to have this one stand-up bit was uh, when white people are white or when white people are rich, they're rich for generations. When black people are rich, it's countdown to Poria. <laughs> wow. It was, I was, I was watching it randomly the other day. It's like from, it's an old bit from like nine, the mid nineties, but God, is it one of his funnier ones? Just cause his delivery on it is just so spot on and he explains why, what happens and, so you don't know that makes sense. Totally. It's like, let's just buy everything we never had before. And all of a sudden, why don't we have any money anymore? <laughs> and the white man's all about, let's leave a legacy behind. I want to leave a crater and impact. Ugh. Exactly. Uh, yeah. One's more about the future, one's about the here and now. Yeah, good point, you know. Like my grandmother willed all of her stuff to uh, my cousin in England. And it's all yeah. skipped a whole generation because the, her kids are all too retarded to run the farm. So yeah, that sounds about You know, she wanted to make sure that the estate was taken care of. Well, that's like our cousins. Like, where we are. Yeah, like where we are, it's all farmers and shit, right? And because they're all the farmers, they um, their kids don't want to work. They don't have to work because mommy and daddy has all this money, so they don't really ever do anything. And the most of the parents out there don't really care, so they don't actually get their kids to, to do anything. So you have all these kids that are spoiled real shits with brand new vehicles, and all of their these their family's money and all their family's land is just going to go to nothing because it's, it's there's no one there to do work for it. True enough, yeah. Speaking of white damn, people, oh, go ahead. It's a damn white people. <laughs> damn white people, man. Damn white people. The race, yeah. Um, you can get 40 acres of agricultural land from the government in the Yukon if you promise to produce something on it. So everybody's a sod farmer. A sod after, farmer? After about, uh, I think it's 20 or 40 years of being a, you get title at that point. Hmm. Hmm. What if you can produce something uh, like that generates revenue quickly? I, I was thinking, like, I'd put up greenhouses and just grow dope. Not even, man. Banana trees. Might be a little tough. Okay. Cho- chocolate. Grow, grow, grow cacao. Most of, the, man, most of the cacao regions that are arid for uh, growing cacao are dying. So they get a stay probably by 2030 to t- between 2030 and 2050. If it's going at the current rate, we're going to have no more chocolate. <gasps> That'd be pretty tragic, actually. Uh, I'm not Side a- note, most people in Africa have never actually had chocolate. Huh. Well, yeah. how many people have actually had, like, I probably haven't had a real piece of chocolate. I've had a Hershey bar, and I, I reckon there ain't much real chocolate in that. But There's some. It's cut with a lot of milk, but, like, if you have, like, a dark uh, chocolate bar? Like a, um, oh, the one, the third one with the Swiss writing, it's gold and then um, it has a mountain on the package. It's actually, uh, yeah, in the cupboard, if you want, it's like really <laughs> awesome. super bitter. It's really bitter. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've tried. Yeah, I've been there. Hmm. Yeah, the cow. What are you going to do with your land? Are you going to, what are you going to grow? Or a ranch or? <coughs> well, the, the goal is to do a sustainable greenhouse farm. With, it's, so the content that we have and everything, we're waiting to hear back about some, with some investors group still. Because they're rich and they take their time doing fucking everything. Um, it's a sustainable produce farm. We grow uh, all your major crops year-round, 24-7, 365. Uh, on 100 acres, we can do rounding down 400,000 people that are fed year-round. Oh, wow. Uh, but that's rounding down like 20,000 based on not everyone's going to eat all the different crops. So we could realistically do 450 to 500. Uh, again, even then, that's still being really conservative. Um, but yeah, there's, so the goal within 10 years is to be able to do BC and Saskatchewan uh, domestically uh, fed year round, um, which drives down produce prices and makes food actually affordable and easy to access. Dude, that is awesome yeah i just need to find funding for it and then it's an actual wild goal it's it's a wow what a great objective and well like our workforce we've already planned out what we're gonna, i'm gonna do for the workforce and it's we're gonna have you know your people that are in charge that are ticketed and know what they're doing uh but we work with uh the drop-in center here in calgary and probably one in edmonton as well uh for because they vet and they know most of the homeless people that work at, that are in these homes. And a lot of these people can't find jobs and such because something happened. Things went to shit for them. They lost everything, but a lot of them just don't have a place to start from scratch on. Cause if you don't have an address, no one's going to hire you. Right. So we yeah. offer them uh, work and a uh, place to stand in just like dormitories out there. And the government pays for their education and for the portion of their wages. So we save money on the back end while people are getting entered or getting back in the workforce and getting trained in skills and they're saving money. They're making money. We're making money. Everybody's winning. Uh, you know what? I don't think that'll work because it makes sense. Mm. That's not how our government works. It's okay. In the back here that they're actually making soil lint out of them. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. You got to throw in something. It's people. <laughs> Oh, I hope that I hope you do find funding. I hope that comes through. I'd love to read about that one day, man. Well, with the what what we're doing, uh, the group that we're working with, uh, it's a bunch of different business owners that have one of their their investors groups that they work with, almost like a mini dragons den, right? And we're gonna our goal is to because they own a bunch of hotels and like strip malls and shit here in the city. So the one of the bunch from have a bunch of shops and malls that are empty. So we would convert uh, one part of a strip mall in the city into a greenhouse to start producing our, our like uh, some of our vegetables in the city right now. So one, we can sell that to the public and two uh, with that, we'd also open a, a restaurant to generate revenue because we need something that's making money while we're growing. Right. Yeah. So we'd be having the restaurant going and then when everything starts growing we're now producing our own food for our own restaurant that gives our food cost basically to absolute zero so we're not buying food it's just going directly from the store or from the basically from the ground right to the restaurant that's awesome yeah 
And then, then we're going to work on a storefront so we can actually sell to the public here as well, as well as having uh, an office, basically an office display center where we can sell and pitch the idea from there to other investors to build in different regions around the city or different other cities or in other provinces. Satellite based. Yeah. We want to get like have stores and greenhouses in Vancouver and like in Kelowna, Penticton, fucking every major center that can be, can ship out. Uh, and from where we are, we're directly in between Saskatoon and Calgary. It's three hours right in the middle of it. So we'd be perfect for shipping to the cities for any, any of the produce we're growing out there. Wow. What a- yeah, man. And because, because of what we're doing and because we are zero, zero carbon footprint, um, we're going to, we burn off our own, uh, a bunch of our own uh, carbon emitting items, like from all the waste and stuff. Yeah. So we've created our own methane. Now we're creating our natural gas to heat the damn place. <laughs> Yeah, way too much sense for anybody to say that that they're going to approve it. I think, and we're going to grow our own. So we create our own soil with biochar emitters, so we're actually uh, have truly organic uh, food. Okay, I, I think I've got the curveball you need to actually get people to go with it. If you pitch the idea, but you pitch it with like open top, open roof greenhouses, so that your 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 produce can see the stars, then they'll probably get on board with it. Because it's and what I have to what I have to do is I have to get in front of people and start selling it like I was Donald Trump. Okay. Well, how's your uh, how's your hairline? Just start to start speaking to everyone like they're stupid. <laughs> you do look good. That's not a heels. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did pee on his building and harass his rent a cop. So Stu might be able to uh, face for you, but <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's awesome, Stu. Yeah. yeah. I think pretty, I'm pretty sure most people that have around that vicinity have peed on this building. I know. I had that thought. Like, I'm probably standing in a bunch of piss. Like, the- no, there's probably, probably every morning there's a guy that walks around and the hoses down the outside of the building. Uh, uh, maybe. Man. Uh, <laughs> that'd be expensive to pay someone to walk around and do that on a daily basis. Go out of your building smells like piss every day. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't yeah. think. Yeah, maybe just the front. Well, if, if it's good enough for the U.S. or for the New York City subway system, it's good enough for us. Exactly. 